Hello, hello. This is Bailey from Basically B Squared. I am 26 years old. I'm a vegan. I have a six-year-old daughter. I am married. I love animals and I'm pretty weird. So if any of these apply to you or you're just curious, keep listening. I did a Q&A on my Instagram and asked people, what are you curious about within my vegan lifestyle? And so I have three questions that I got from that Q&A that I'm going to touch on today. So question number one, it says, here is a dumb, you know, quote, dumb meat eater question, LOL. That was a joke. I obviously don't think meat eaters are dumb. Was it your love of health or animals that made you change? Um, I would say at first it was my health that made me change. Uh, when I, I got married, which was about three years ago, I had started to get that stage of fat and happy. And so I had gained quite a bit of weight and um, a lot of people in my family have struggled with uh, some health issues that are linked to obesity. And so one day I kind of just looked in the mirror and thought, oh my gosh, I am kind of going down this road of not living a life, a life of health and teaching this to my kid. So at first I went vegetarian and that was back in the summer of 2017, uh, kind of just experimenting with no meat and it really wasn't a problem at all, it was actually quite easy. Uh, so we did that for a little while and then the more you try and look up vegetarian recipes, the more this whole vegan thing is thrown in your face. Uh, fun fact, I didn't even know what a vegan was. Uh, I thought that vegan was just some slang word for vegetarian. I honestly had no idea that that meant that you don't consume meat and that you also don't consume eggs or dairy. So I then say that I went vegan, I guess, totally for the environment. Um, second was the environment. I started watching a lot of videos, listening to a ton of podcasts, reading a ton of blogs and um, scientific articles about climate change because this is when um, Obama was in office and people were talking about climate change and some people were like, oh, it's just a hoax. And then you look at the scientific facts and it's like, wow, okay, maybe it's not a hoax. And I am not big into the political game. So I genuinely did not know what to believe. So the more I started doing research on global warming, the more this veganism thing got brought up. And um, when I figured out you could save, you know, X amount of water, X amount of animals, X amount of rainforest space, X amount of um, this solar, you know, all, all these things that you could save. And there's a lot of facts on it that they vary. So I'm not going to sit here and spit out a bunch of facts to you, but you can essentially end world hunger is the big quote by going vegan and you save the planet. So I was like, wow, that really interests me because that's something that I can do right now to contribute to my planet and my future generations. So then thirdly, I would say I went vegan for the animals because those are kind of the three, you know, health, earth, animals. And so the last one was animals, but um, for those of you who don't know me, I am a huge animal person. Like I will get down on the ground and let your dog lick me in the face. Um, I love animals. Uh, me and my brothers and my sisters, like we constantly brought home animals as children. We had ferrets, we had goats, we had ducks. Um, we had a bird, had, very short time we had a bird, poor little bird, 
And so the third was the animals. And I think it took me so long to get to the animals because of the emotional epiphany that I think comes with veganism. And it kind of, not kind of, it really does alter your mindset and your shift. Like it's a huge shift in your way of life and the way that you think, the way that you view things, you know, what you feel like the word compassion actually means. And so uh, I watched a speech by a guy named Gary, I'm going to mess this up, Gary Euforsky, Euforsky, I don't know, Google it. And um, it's called The Best Speech Ever. And I watched that and it really made me question everything that I have been taught growing up. I mean, we grew up on a standard American diet. We were healthier than most. So, you know, we bought like skim milk or we ate special K or, you know, my mom thought that my sister was like partially lactose intolerant. So we didn't have a lot of like cheese. I mean, we had cheese, but it wasn't like cheeseburgers and McDonald's like every night. My mom was a fantastic cook. You know, we did have vegetables. And so I at least knew somewhat of how to cook. Um, so there's that question. I would say that veganism is way easier than people think. Um, it's just kind of retraining yourself to use different things to cook. Like for instance, me and my daughter Emma were watching a cooking video last night and it was about them making a cake, like some unicorn cake, cause she's six and that's cool. And so they threw an egg in there and I did not say anything. And Emma goes, that's okay, we'll just use applesauce. And I was cracking up. Because I'm like, I don't even really use applesauce as a substitute. I usually use a flax egg. But the fact that she knows that there's substitutes for things and that you don't have to use animal products the way that society has kind of trained us to believe, it's, it, it was just cool. Like, the, when I say using animal products the way that society has made us believe, like somebody asked me the other day, well, why don't you eat XYZ? And I said, because it has gelatin in it. And they're like, what's gelatin? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I do not want to be the person. Like, because I had my own epiphany. Like, it wasn't anybody, like, shoving it down my throat. It was just kind of one of those things where I was like, wow, this is really interesting. I can't believe that, like, our government is putting this kind of stuff into our foods when it's not even food. So, basically, gelatin is everything on the pig they couldn't use for other purposes. So, like, when they slaughter the pig and they hang the pig up by its throat or hoof or whatever they will like shave the skin off of the pig and then that gets melted down into this gooey liquid substance and that they put in gummy bears and jello and um some bubble gums and most candies like there's a ton of stuff that has it in it and i get that that might seem hard like you're going to be like deprived of certain things but the thing is there's literally all kinds of substitutes out there that are just as easy to get your hands on as the regular stuff that you're used to. So that's never been a problem of finding substitutes. Now, sometimes you have to do your research and you have to try different things. I mean, there's some nasty candies out there, vegan-wise, just like there's some regular nasty candies out there that aren't vegan. Um, so, yeah, that's question number one. Um, Another attachment on that question was, <laughs> this was actually part of question three too, is how do you live your life without cheese? Um, there's vegan cheeses, guys, and <laughs> they're amazing. 
They literally taste amazing. The hiccup or challenge that you could say in my household is that my husband is allergic to cashews. So if any of you are vegan and listening to this, you know that a lot of dairy-free, like creamy, rich creamy cheeses or uh, sour creams or like mac and cheese, anything like that is made with soaked cashews. So cashews are naturally high in fat because it's a nut or legume, whatever they are. And, um... You can soak them in water and then you can drain them and you can put them in with like some plant milk, some nutritional yeast, some turmeric, some spices, and then boom, you've got freaking mac and cheese and it's amazing. But again, we have a big hiccup with that because Brett is allergic to cashews. So it's way easier than than most, but our family, we have to use a lot of different alternatives to make cheeses or buy cheeses. I will say that um, a brand that is really, really, really good that I'm like starting to love is called Violife Cheese. And you can get it at Morell's if you are local to Louisville, Kentucky. Um, Morell's Cafe has it. Also, Half Peach Bakery has it. Um, I need to like figure out how to just order it online. I'll just order like 75 and just eat it. So it's no big deal. Uh, It is like soy-free, dairy-free, nut free, the whole just free of all this stuff. I think so part of it's made with coconut, so it does have coconut in it if you're allergic, sorry for you. Um, but you're gonna see the cashew stuff and then your life will be easier. But that's something um, that I really, really, really like. And then um, Daya cheeses, it's like D-A-I-Y-A. <sighs> I'm really disappointed in them. But one thing that they have hit the nail on the head with is um, their American slices. It tastes just like the, the, the craft, like, crappy like but also delicious uh grilled cheese like back in the day when you were a kid they have nailed that down they also have like mozzarella shreds um and all of this is usually in a vegan section in the supermarket it's not like you have to like go all over the store and look for this kind of stuff usually um at least at kroger they will it's like back in the back where the dairy the yogurts and the eggs and stuff are they have a whole vegan little section so you've got um, vegan hot dogs, vegan cheeses, um, tofu, which that's going to be a whole nother subject of a podcast on tofu because I used to hate tofu. Um, they've got um, burger patties, hummus, which hummus is usually already vegan. So yeah, hummus is usually already vegan, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, but anyway, that was one of the questions that I got. And so hope you enjoyed a little bit of insight on the vegan lifestyle and the different dynamics to our family. Um, So you can follow me on Instagram at basically.b.squared. Anyway, have a great day. Hello, this is Bailey from Basically B Squared. I haven't done a podcast in a while and I've had a lot on my brain. So I just am going to get this out. Uh, This podcast is going to be titled, Yes, I Am Capable. Yes, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, but I'm also freaking tired. So today, I just wanted to talk about the fact that most of us are super capable of doing it all, but we just come to a point where our resources are pretty much expensable, um, exhaustible, I guess you could say. We can only do it all for so long. So this is the approval that we are all seeking to hear. So this is for you. You have been approved. Application has been approved. uh, That it's okay to be tired. 
And it's okay to feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders because that's kind of how we've been trained to believe. Like, like we're supposed to believe that if we say no to something or we cancel plans on somebody because we just aren't feeling it or we know that like we're just not going to be 100% there, then we're bad people. We're just terrible people because we didn't show up for somebody. Um, like sometimes I literally feel like if I stopped, then the world would stop. And as crazy as that sounds, that's what I believed. And I know it's not true. Uh, But knowing something and really applying it are definitely two different things. Um, So, I mean, self-care. I know everyone, at least I think, that, you know, face masks and bubble baths and pedicures, like, those things are all freaking fantastic. But it doesn't fix the weight of your soul. And sometimes... I feel like we just need a reset button to kind of realign ourselves and remember what's really important and not just get so caught up in the things in the world. I mean, some of it's fun, some of it's not, but regardless, we get really caught up really quick. So number one, I would say probably faith, uh, not probably 100%, faith, um, Making your spiritual relationship the priority will make everything else flow into harmony. So stop trying to be the perfect wife or the perfect friend, the best employee, the best sibling, the best mom. Just work on being the best child of God. Because from there, you're only focusing on Jesus instead of all this outside noise, which is nearly impossible unless you're like not doing anything else to be happy. Jesus clearly shows us how to be all of those things by following him. Uh, Number two is slowing down and minimizing physically and mentally. Um, I'm the worst at filling up my plate with all the things, whatever that might be, all of them. I want it all because I want to experience life to the fullest. But adding more to the plate doesn't really make that a reality. Like ridding your mind and your closet of all this excess junk that you don't use It's so refreshing. Like, just go watch Marie Kondo and you're going to be refreshed, girl. You're going to be refreshed or boy, whatever you are listening to this. Um, I constantly have to tell my daughter that, like, cleaning up little by little allows for fun time later. And, of course, like, we don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to do laundry. I don't want to fold your laundry or my laundry, to say the least. But once we do it, we don't regret it. And um, it just sets us up for success. So leading into that is number three, which would be routine. So routine makes the world go round a lot smoother. You know, whether it's picking out your clothes the night before, um, hitting up the same exercise time every day, uh, pre-planning your meals for the week ahead, obviously, this leads to less um, decision fatigue and more space in your brain. And I feel like all of us could use uh, a little more space in our brains. So obviously everyone is aware of the benefits that come with exercise, but it took me a really long time to act on that and actually go and be a part of a community that exercises. I mean, being around like-minded people has been like 99.9% of why I wake up and go work out. So um, I work out at Burn Boot Camp in Crosswood, Kentucky. It's drastically changed and improved my health, like mentally, obviously physically, Um, but spiritually as well, because I've met so many awesome, amazing people there that have kind of lifted me up out of uh, these really weird dark corners that I've been in and hiding from people. Um, 
it's just been nice. But the burn has like burn boot camp has like 200 locations. So I would definitely look them up and see if there's a location near you. It is a women's based gym, but I know they do have co-ed time. So if you want to drag your husband or your bestie, um, or if you're just a dude looking for a community, definitely go check out Burn Boot Camp. If you're in the Kentucky area, they have a Louisville and a Crestwood location, um, but they're all over. They're in South Carolina. They're in all these places. So you should check it out. So matter of the fact is, um, we don't have to grind harder or do more, be skinnier, be thicker, have longer hair, or do some like crazy change in order to be happy. Uh, I personally just need to remember that we just need to stick to the basics, keep it simple, and stay consistent. And I have a really hard time doing that. So I am going to vow that for the next couple of weeks at least, I'm going to try my best to do one, two, and three, making my faith relationship a priority, slowing down and minimizing, and making sure that I have got a routine that is going to benefit my life and it's not something where I'm just waking up in the morning and go, 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 rush, rush, rush. So we only have one life, we need to live it, and we were given this body to do great things with. So love you guys. Like I said, lots of stuff on my brain. I have no idea if this helps anyone, but it definitely helps me just to get it out. So thanks for listening. Um, Have a wonderful day.